Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Mornings with Taylor and Jen. Somebody else's grandmother ended Some, up in your... Someone's grandma's there munching on your Ritz crackers. And she was hiding behind your office. That's what happens when you leave Werther's out. Little do you know that you're about to reenact a scene from a horror movie. Oh. You get out of your car and you walk unsuspectedly up to your front door. And then you open your door. And then you see what you've come home to. Exactly. We heard one of these stories yesterday from our friend Sarah that when you call Life 107.1 after 8 o'clock, you get a hold of Sarah. Sarah's amazing. And Sarah was telling us what she came home to. Yeah, she was getting, she just came home and they had the dog kind of locked up. Right. Supposedly in a safe place. Because their dog Ranger is like about the size of Clifford the Big Red Dog, uh-huh. but he's a yellow lab. He had been in a kennel for a mm-hmm. long time, and so they felt bad for him, so they let him out of the kennel, but they thought they had blocked him off in a safe zone. <laughs> yeah, there's no such thing as a safe zone with Ranger. So Sarah gets home, she opens up the doors, and she finds strewn about the floor. Two loaves of bread, or the remains of them. Exactly. An entire package of Cheez-Its that's been ripped through and just like orange (laughs) dust settled all around the room. And two boxes of, she says, fancy crackers. Because her husband, Devin, likes to have fancy crackers with cheese. He's very fancy. What, what, my, the part of the story that I love the most is that she said, I found very little of any of the packaging. Because that was gone too. (laughs) That also got eaten. You're walking up to the front door. You have no idea what is going to greet you on this other side. And as you open the door, it takes a couple of seconds to process what you have come home to. My cousin was babysitting her little granddaughter, Belle, and she was fixing lunch. And Belle is singing, let it snow, let it snow. And she didn't think anything of it and went in the other room and their boxer puppy tore open the beanbag chair and the whole living room's full of styrofoam beans. Let it snow, let let it snow, snow, let it snow. She said she was finding styrofoam snow for a week. Bet she was. I think it's worse <laughs> when you've been out and it's been a good time. Maybe you've had fun. Maybe it was peaceful. Yeah. You know, and then you come home and you get out of the car and you walk to the house. And then there's that thing that you came home to. I have deserved anything that I have ever come home to <laughs> with my own children because oh. of what I did to my own mother. Oh, oh boy. what did you do, Kelly? There were five of us and we had discovered ice skating and we had friends that had like a pond behind our house and we didn't, but of course we had complete envy over this pond. Naturally. We, well, we thought that we were such good problem solvers that when she um, was gone one morning running errands, when she came home, we had discovered that we could create our own ice rink by putting water on our sidewalk that led from the door to the garage because it was at a slant. Oh, no. <laughs> so we dumped, like, all kinds of water. I mean, she was gone. Oh, God bless her for a good couple hours. So when she came home with all the groceries, we were so thrilled to share that we had our own ice rink. <laughs> But she experienced it before she hit the house. Oh, oh, no! So when I came home to, like, craziness when my kids were little, I thought, you have got this coming tenfold. 
<laughs> so the judgment cometh. Absolutely, yes. Trisha, what happened when you came home? Is this a good one? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> last year, we come home from a long weekend vacation, and we put all of our stuff down, and I'm getting ready to do some other things. And my husband goes, do not come into the kitchen. Oh. He says, there's a creature in the house. And I'm like, well, I'm thinking snake because I'm definitely afraid of snakes. And he goes, no, I, I think it's a granny. A what? A grinny. I think Des Moines people call them scrinnies, um, ground squirrels, chipmunks. So chipmunks. We call them scrinnies. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yes. So we're looking around and we don't see it. And he's like, well, I think I saw it run towards the oven. We grab some brooms. We pull out the oven. It's not under the oven, but there's a hole behind our oven that goes into our, our drywall and everything. Oh, boy. We were listening quietly, and it's in there, and I can hear it scratching and making noises, and we got it to come out. We laid some crackers out. We ended up having to play uh, hockey with a grinny to get it out of our house. <laughs> this lasted for about two hours. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> two hours of trying to sweep a grinny out of your house. Grinny. That I sounds, that sounds like I, something from like Grimm's fairy tales. I thought she said granny. <laughs> Somebody else's grandmother ended Some, up in your... Someone's grandma's there munching on your Ritz crackers. And she was hiding behind your office. That's what happens when you leave Werther's out. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of looked at him like to make sure that he wasn't pulling my leg. Like somebody was making a joke at my expense. Really? Like I was going to believe something that wasn't really true. Uh-oh. But no, he was being dead serious. I, I was talking with a friend, and you know, you, you get into that conversation about what kind of movies you like. That's just uh-huh. kind of the thing, you know, the yeah. categories. And, you know, he named off two categories of movies that I was like, okay, okay, yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah, good. And then he said, oh, and I really like kung fu movies. And that was when I stopped looking out the window, and I turned and I looked at him, and I was like, just, I was waiting to see if he would be like, I'm yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Nope, dead serious. He does. And I was like, like the kung fu movies where, you know, they're talking and the voice doesn't come back until you, you like a second over, later. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I went, oh. <laughs> and, and you're willing to tell me that, huh? And he's like, yeah. There's no shame. I guess. I don't know if I've ever had anybody actually admit to me that they like like kung fu movies like netflix recommends them now because you like kung fu movies so much i guess it's one thing to like you see it come on tv and it's like oh this is fun do you think that when you see a kung fu movie oh I this do. is fun they're fun oh my goodness. it's oh my it's martial arts and it's very tightly choreographed <laughs> i'm sorry i shouldn't laugh. wait am i weird too <laughs> Oh well, honey. I mean, I mean, come I on. wouldn't. I wouldn't list kung fu movies in my top tiers of favorite genres, but I enjoy a kung fu movie every now and then. I, I think that if you can man, admit that you like kung fu movies, you're very secure. I didn't realize I should be embarrassed by that. You like it, and that's okay. It's just other people might make fun of you for it. I love ice. You love ice. I love ice. 
like in my drink. Okay. They're like, oh, is it the crushed ice that you chew? I don't chew it. I just really like it in my drink. You just want a lot of ice in there. Yeah. Have you ever traveled to Europe? No. And I had a friend who came from there and she served me two drinks without ice at room temperature. And finally, I said, girlfriend. (laughs) The first time I was like, oh, thank you. And like after two (laughs) visits, I said, if we are going to be good friends, you have to know something about me. I have to have ice. I am positive that when I go to heaven, like, of course, I'll be with God, my family, friends, and my like deceased pets. And there will be ice. Yeah. Positive. People give you a hard time. You know that they're never going to be interested in this about you, admire this about you, but you don't care because you love it so very much. I, okay, I feel like I know a lot of things about you. What are you, you going to say that is going to surprise me? Oh, this isn't going to be a surprise, but I'm just never going to apologize for liking the chocolate donuts. Bring those up again. I will never apologize for that. Taylor, it's so weird. I know so they're weird. covered in wax. They're basically grown in a lab, but there's something about them that I could I could eat a whole a whole bag of them. I've watched you do it. Yeah, Sarah keeps on buying them when we have fundraisers and I keep on eating them. So So the last time they were here during a fundraiser, which mm-hmm. is when where they're always here, I snuck one. Yeah. And I tried to eat it. I took two bites, and the inside of my mouth felt like I had melted a candle in it. There, I don't it's know what it just is. Just whack. I don't know what it is. They always taste a little stale too. <laughs> That's and- also a plus. They're kind of stale, and the the chocolate gets kind of melty on you. And there's something about them. Yeah, there was something about your childhood too. We need to delve that, into that. That might be part of it as well. <laughs> Kung fu movies, chocolate covered wax donuts. What's that thing that other people make make fun of you, but you still love it? You got something like that? Yes, but they have come to realize how amazing it is, and so now people like try to get it when we go out. Oh, really? Yes. So when I go to a restaurant, I have to get a small bowl of brown gravy and a small container of ranch dressing, and then you pour the ranch dressing into the brown gravy, and you dip your fries in it and just slightly mix it up. The combination of the brown gravy and the ranch, it's amazing. Yeah. I want to make fun of you, but I also want to try that. I tell you what, I have had everybody that has made fun of me, they have eventually, like, in secret, like, looked around, and then they tried it, and they're like, she's right. I've had waitresses give me weird looks, but everybody that tries it ends up telling me, I had no idea you were so right. And I'm like, you're welcome. When you're a grown-up, you have better strategies of dealing with this. I wouldn't know. (laughs) Well, Jen, when you grow up and you don't know somebody's name, you have strategies. You know, you say, hey, man, good to see you. I guess you just can't say, hey, you know what? I've forgotten your name. No, why would you do that? Okay, fine. As a kid. Oh, as a kid. You will be much less subtle. Oh, I'm sensing a story. Yes, we we heard this from uh, Sarah, who works at our front desk here at Life 107.1. They have a wonderful, tight-knit neighborhood, and there's this one neighbor kid who just adores her and her husband, Devin. I love stories that start with, this one neighbor kid. This one neighbor kid. (laughs) And the neighbor kid really knows Sarah well. She, She comes and talks to Sarah and hangs out a lot, but she likes Devin, too. She just forgets Devin's name a lot. You know, he's only married to Sarah. Just married to Sarah. You know, he he's just, you know, he, he kind of comes extra. He's the other one. 
And apparently, Sarah says, when she can't remember his name, she'll come over and she'll say, hey, can Sarah and not Sarah come out and play? And now Devin's name is not Sarah. Well, that is true. I I mean, it's not wrong. Kids say the funniest things. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes the funny things that they say is your name because they can't get it right. So then they call you something different and then the nickname sticks. Like what happened with Cheryl. My granddaughter, who's now 13, started calling her aunt, my daughter, Happy. Happy. So that name stuck and she is now known as Aunt Happy to everybody who knows her. Oh my goodness, that makes me happy. It's like she saw that in her. You know, that's who she was to her. Oh yeah. Okay, what's her real name? Randy. Randy. Randy, happy. We're close. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if somebody had to give me a nickname and it came out happy, for the rest of my life I would claim it. I'd be okay with I that. I would be okay with that. Yes. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes. Mm -hmm. They can't say the name right, and so they give you a nickname, and it follows you around, and it's awesome, and we want to hear about those nicknames. My husband calls his sister Michelle, calls her Sissy, Mm -hmm. and so my son calls her Aunt Sissy, (laughs) and then to pass it off, instead of saying goodbye once, my son said unhello, so that's (laughs) their thing when they say goodbye, unhello. (laughs) Unhello to Aunt Sissy. Unhello to Aunt Sissy. I love that so much. Thank you for sharing. That's awesome. You're welcome. It just happens once. Like, a kid gets your name wrong or says it in a cute way once, and that's your name forever. I know. It's awesome. So we want to know, have you been uh, renamed by a child? My teaching partner that was one of my good friends, he was hilarious, but he would call me girlfriend or lady here and there. Okay. Hey, lady, we're going to be late. Or. Mm -hmm. Hey, girlfriend, or whatever. One day we were in the stairs and we were stuck there with like, I don't know, it felt like a hundred kindergartners because they were all like (laughs) lining up for lunch or whatever. And he looked at me and he said, lady, we're going to be late. And a little boy looked at me and he goes, hey, lady, I'm going to be in your class someday. (laughs) And I said, I can't wait. And then it was like a ripple effect in the stairs. They all called me lady for a long time. And everywhere I went in the school and they saw me, they got excited and would jump up and down. It's the lady. I had like a hundred kindergartners that called me ladies, and everywhere they saw me, they acted surprised and excited. (laughs) Quite frankly, it was a blast. She was just doing a good thing. She really was. She was. Our friend Sarah, who in this story, she was definitely the hero. Our friend Chris Scotland, who used to work here at Life 107.1, now works over in Peoria. When he and his wife first moved to Iowa, we had the giant floods in Clive Mm -hmm. and Urbandale, and their basement got flooded out. And they had a lot of moving boxes that were still down there, including boxes filled with clothes. So there were a lot (laughs) of clothes that needed washing. So Sarah and her lovely husband, Devin, put some of that wet clothes, and they drove it up to Ankeny. And they proceeded to do some laundry for them. And Sarah was talking about how she scooped up a bunch of it and put it in the washer. Mm -hmm. And then she said, as I put it in the washer, a piece of the laundry jumped back at me. Which it's not supposed to do. I don't know if you're familiar with laundry, but it's not supposed to jump at you. She's like. 
like literally a piece of it jumped back at her face and she put it in the washer. She screamed. Devin came running. And inside the washer was a friendly little frog (laughs) about to get washed. Looking for his rainbow connection. Frogs are not supposed to be in the washing they machine. Don't, they don't belong in there. <laughs> I think the conditioner gets rid of the layer of slime yes. that's supposed to be Poor there. Poor little guy. That would have been quite the ride. Our friend Sarah told us about doing laundry for a friend, and then a piece of the laundry that she put in the washer jumped back at her. Because there was a frog inside of it. Surprise! And if you've had a laundry surprise, <laughs> we want to hear about it. When I was in college, my husband had never done laundry for himself. At the time, we were just dating. So I said, I'd go ahead and go over to the dorm with him and help him do some laundry. Mm -hmm. And we got to the laundry room and started to open the washer. And all we found was a surprise. The person before him had also not known how to do laundry. And they put brand new red socks in with the rest of their white underwear. (laughs) Oh, boy. Everything was as bright. (laughs) <laughs> so did you look down there and say, so don't do that? Yeah, this is what you don't do. <laughs> Has he ever done that ever? 34 years the other, and he's never done that. Thank Good. goodness. And then there's those times that the laundry surprise doesn't quite make it into the laundry. My sister went into her laundry room, and she heard something making like a rat-a-tat-tat noise. And she was like, okay, but the washer and dryer were not on. Oh. (laughs) The dryer vent had come loose from the wall, and there was a squirrel in her laundry room. So she spent the whole day trying to figure out what to do with the squirrel because that's not an emergency. You don't call 911 for that. (laughs) She had a neighbor come over and they went through the garage. So like somebody came in with a garbage can lid, like the tin lid. Remember from a long time ago? Yeah. A tin lid and a broom. I mean, it was rough. It was so rough. What happened? He got it out. Okay. And you know, I don't even think she's had a squirrel friend since then. No. She needs to get squirrels another chance. The Taylor and Jen podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. You can hear more from Taylor and Jen weekday mornings online at life1071.com or on the Life 107.1 app.